0: Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a weekly podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life.
1: The purpose of Let's Talk About Life has always been to share the moving and inspirational stories of donation, transplantation, and the very complicated science behind it. We get it, and we understand that this isn't a subject matter that most people think about often. However, we sincerely believe that each of us has the power to save and heal lives and the personal responsibility to make a donation decision. Through the podcast, it is our intention to remove some of the mystery and be transparent about the process and how donation works. We've done this by telling stories of donor families, living donors, recipients, and those special individuals who work in the field of donation and transplantation. It is also our intent to inspire those who do listen to join the Ohio Donor Registry and share their donation decision, not only with their immediate family and those closest to them, but with their circle of influence as well. Hi, you're listening to episode 90 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colin Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. As 2021 comes to an end, and before we hop into 2022, we wanted to take a few minutes to share some of the episode and guests who helped us at LifeBank achieve the goals we just shared. I may be biased, but I genuinely feel that each guest brings a new and different perspective to our mission. We had the pleasure of meeting a donor mom, Jaylene Roberts, in episode 79 called Asking for the Gift. This episode featured LifeBank's family support liaison, Kelly Armstead Dickerson, who worked with Jaylene when her 22-year-old son passed away and became an organ and tissue donor. We asked Jaylene what her experience was like and what she would tell others about donation. And this is what she had to say.
0: I just want people to know that It was humbling and glorifying to be able to help someone, even when I couldn't help my child, to know that he may have been on his last day, but somebody else is still living today. It's just amazing. Yes.
1: Jalene, I couldn't have said that better myself. God love you and God bless Jalene for saving and healing the lives of so many. We often say that donation and transplantation can happen to anyone at any time. And we have the unique opportunity to talk with one of our own who is touched by the gift of life. In episode 75, called When the Mission Hits Home, we introduced you to Marva Smith, who worked for LifeBank for several years in the late 90s. Marva loved the mission, but frankly, never thought it would touch her life until her husband, Kenneth, needed a heart transplant not too long ago. Here's what Marva and Kenneth feel about donation and the special person who saved Ken's life.
0: They called me in, They came. the doctors came into my room, and they said, Mr. Smith, we're going to be prepping you for surgery tonight. Your heart has come in. you talking about jumping up and shouting for joy. It was just a joyous moment. That moment was just unbelievable. And I was surprised because it only took two weeks for me to get a heart. The surgery was done, and uh, now I have a heart. And I've been doing well ever since. My surgery was on the 13th of September. And I'm almost a few days now from one year anniversary. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, what a difference it's made. I'm pretty much back up to the level that I was before. Because I had got to the point with my heart where sometimes I was having a hard time just getting up and putting my clothes on to go to work. I mean, I was just
1: tired. Kenneth, you know? if you don't mind, I'm going to ask both you and Marva. During the time of the transplant, and of course, we're celebrating that your life was saved. What were your feelings about your donor?
0: We sent out letters trying to find out, you know, if we could meet. And as of right now, the family's not ready. But I would just tell them that I was so thankful for the sacrifice that they made so I could live. This is a life-giving situation when you're an organ donor. Uh, a lot of people don't realize how important it is, but one person could save up to eight different people. What other sacrifice could you make that would be greater than that? I, I can't think of it, you know, that one person could make. So I would just be so thankful, you know, to the family. I would I would really hope that one day we can really meet. And so I can just tell them how thankful I am. And so they can see that I'm trying to live a life that's worthy of the gift that
1: they gave. Oh, my goodness. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Marva, do you have anything you want to add to that about Kenneth's donor?
0: Celine, I think he said it best. I would just love to just meet the family and we merge into one. Because they will always be a part of us, whether we meet them or not. It was a big sacrifice, I know, for them to have to go through this. And we'd love to welcome them into our family whenever they're ready.
1: Marva, with your experience of of working at Life Bank and now with Kenneth's transplant, what do you tell people who are, are nervous or skeptical?
0: You look at my husband. If it wasn't for a family that their loved one's donation, he wouldn't be here. So think about it. And you love him. So think about leaving something for somebody when you leave here. So a part of that person can continue to live on.
1: We are so grateful to Kenneth and Marva for sharing their story with us and being involved with LifeBank. They really are changing opinions and changing lives. They're wonderful. But I have to be honest, one of my favorite conversations was earlier in the year for Pediatric Transplant Week. In episode 59, Smallest Angels, Biggest Gifts, we spoke to Michael and Chase Del Ferraro. Chase was an infant when he had a liver transplant. Now he is 14 years old and reflects back on the life-saving procedure. And for a 14-year-old, I must say, Chase is very wise, and he shared these words. What do you think about receiving the gift of life? Honestly, I I think that, like, it's awesome to receive a gift of life because I just have, like, that angel over me watching me, and they saved my life, and, like, that'll always be in the back of my head. Like, I'll never forget that. And I know because of that, I know that I need to take care of my body a little bit more than a little bit other people just because of that. But that's worth it because they saved my life. And without them, I might have died. Chase is a great kid and comes from a wonderful family who has supported LifeBank and donation for many, many years. Interesting fact, Chase is one of triplet boys in the Del Ferraro family. They're a lovely family. This year, on several occasions, we also highlighted cornea donations and the importance and impact of the gift of sight. Again, being a little biased, a fun installment to record was episode 82 that featured my very own husband, Ernie, who received a cornea transplant in May of 2021. It was a really fun conversation and here is a bit of what Ernie had to say about donation and the special person who saved the sight in his right eye. I know you've always supported organ eye and tissue donation, but now that you've experienced the gift of sight for yourself, what do you think? Has your opinion changed?
0: No, I have always supported it. I thought it was always a great cause, and I just can't say enough about all the people that are donors they basically are heroes because they are helping other people at that same time and I can't thank the donor enough for my cornea transplant and for my eye my right eye to be able to see the way that I am seeing if it wasn't for that donor I wouldn't be where I'm at right now.
1: I'm sure you can imagine I'm so proud of Ernie and I'm so grateful. He has been through a lot with his eyesight over the years. And of course, we are profoundly grateful to the cornea donor that changed his life for the better. I can tell you firsthand, it has been life-changing for him. If you would like to listen to any of the episodes we mentioned, or any episode from season one and two, you can find them all on lifebank.org resources. We sincerely thank those who have been a guest on this season, our donor family members, recipients, living donors, and of course, our partners and colleagues who save lives side-by-side side with LifeBank. In 2022, we are looking forward to bringing more stories of the impact of donation and transplantation. However, we will be changing things up a bit to keep the podcast fresh and interesting. We will be producing a new episode every other week, and the conversations will be longer in length, about 20 minutes or so. We feel it's important to look at our mission a little more in depth and have the opportunity for our guests to tell more of their story. Episodes will still be released on Tuesdays and you can subscribe to Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Spotify. And always you can listen at lifebank.org/resources. Our first episode of 2022 will be released on January 11th. So from LifeBank and the production team of Let's Talk About Life We wish you a very happy, healthy new year and we invite you back in two weeks. And come on, let's talk about life. We hope you found today's episode inspiring and informative. Let's Talk About Life can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spotify, and other podcast providers. And of course, always on lifebank.org slash resources. We encourage you to subscribe and we invite you back next week. And come on, let's talk about life.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally someone's life is depending on it.